0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, we're going to explore changes to Instagram Reels, Instagram Stories updates, Instagram, retiring the swipe up link, and a lot more with Natasha Samuel. If you want to understand how to benefit from these Instagram changes, then be sure to stick around. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelsner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. If you want to confidently make better marketing strategy decisions in less time, then be sure to check out our brand new Social Strategy Club. When you join, you'll receive weekly trends analysis and marketing insights from none other than me. So make better decisions today by joining the Social Strategy Club. Visit socialstrategyclub.biz. And now for this week's expert guest. Natasha Samuel is a regular on this show. She's an Instagram expert and hosted the Shine Online podcast. She has a number of Instagram-focused courses, including 30 Days Reel Challenge. Welcome back to the show, Natasha.
1: Thanks for having me, Mike. I'm excited to chat about Instagram.
0: So Instagram Reels has got a whole bunch of new features, and why don't you just kind of break it down? Like, what's changed with Reels?
1: Yes. So I think the biggest one is that now we have 60 second reels, which is something that people have been hoping for for the last year, because if anyone's familiar with TikTok, you have up to one minute worth of footage. So now you can actually change from not 15, not 30 seconds, but now an entire 60 second reel.
0: When did they change from 15 to 30 seconds? Wasn't that just months back?
1: Yes, pretty recently.
0: So they've four over the last few months. What's your professional opinion about whether or not marketers should create 60-second reels? I mean, they're giving us to real estate, but is it wise for us to use it? What do you think?
1: Yeah, so I think we have to consider what an Instagram reel is compared to other types of video content. A reel is a looping piece of video. So the more that people loop it or rewatch it, it naturally replays. Essentially, the better you're probably telling Instagram that it is. So of course, the longer your reel is, the less likely that it is to loop. Um, And you essentially want to make sure that you're still focusing on reels being short form video. If you feel like using up every 60 seconds is really helpful, maybe you're answering questions, doing a mini training, maybe documenting a process or a part of your day. Yeah, you might want to use all 60 seconds, but if you don't need to use them, I think the shorter and sweeter you can keep your reels, the better.
0: I'm sure some marketers right now are thinking to themselves, hmm, with 60 seconds, maybe I could repurpose some video that I've filmed for IGTV or repurpose some film that I've done for YouTube. Do you recommend that or do you actually recommend to avoid that and to create using the Instagram app?
1: I would definitely play around with it and experiment with it. I've seen people using more professional style footage that maybe they've gotten from their YouTube video. I've seen them repurposing it to reels. But of course, we have to think of all the different reel elements. I think if you can do the least bit of maybe adding some text that's native to the editor, it's going to make it look and feel more like a reel. So when people see it, they're not like taken off guard. But I'd say it's definitely an experiment to definitely test out if you're using other types of long form video content.
0: Now, tell me about this new audio tab feature. What's the deal with that?
1: Yes. So if you pull up your Instagram search, maybe you're looking for an account, maybe a hashtag, a location, you can now search for audio. So if you know there's a specific specific song you want to use for your reels, you can now search for it. So essentially this makes your reels more discoverable. If you're using a trending sound that someone then searches for more eyes are looking at what are the reels that have been using that sound, but it also just makes it a lot easier to tap into the trending sounds and audios, which is a huge part of the reels culture.
0: Now, Instagram recently came out with a little, I don't know what you call it, a video, maybe, or a carousel talking about how the reels algorithm works. Can you kind of give us the skinny on how that works? Because obviously if we're going to the effort of creating reels, we want to do it in such a way that they can kind of get life, right? Because that's the big advantage, isn't it? Of reels is it can keep performing over time, right?
1: Definitely. And they really just covered like how you engage on reels and even how you make your own reels really make a big difference between how they're going to perform in the algorithm. Um, So they really did cover that there were three main factors. So first of all, activity. How are you liking, commenting, sharing certain pieces of content? Um, Also your history with interacting with accounts. So this pretty much means if one of your super fans on Instagram is liking, your Reels, commenting on it. That is a really great indicator that Instagram is going to push more Reels content out to them in the future. And they also are taking in information about the Reel. So what type of audio is being used? Is it a really popular piece of audio? What does the video actually look like? And they essentially, of course, have said this over and over again, but really focus on those three factors, but definitely avoid anything political and anything with a watermark. So essentially anything repurposed from TikTok.
0: Okay. Moving to stories. There has been a lot of news and there's been a lot of hubbub about the swipe up link literally disappearing. I think today is the last day as we're recording here on August 27th. What the heck? Like what's going on? Why are they getting rid of the swipe up? And what's kind of the word on the street on this? Tell me about this.
1: Yeah, so there's two parts to the story. The first part is that they are testing, what if we gave the swipe up or link sharing functionality to everyone with a link sticker? So as of right now, unless you are a verified account or you have over 10,000 followers, you do not have the ability to share a link. Of course, you have to say link in bio, which we all know very well. So they, first of all, have been kind of testing what would it look like if we gave link sharing capabilities to all users? And now they're rolling out where instead of even people that have swipe up, currently they have link sharing. Now they're only going to be able to share links using the sticker. And I think the biggest reason why they're doing this is functionality. For example, if you go to a story right now and you try to swipe up where there's a link, that also means you can't swipe up to reply. Both of those stories function, take the same action. So that means you might be missing out on engagement there. So I think they're kind of just trying to clean up how people engage on stories. But I think it's really exciting to see what it could look like if they do roll it out to everyone. So August 30th is going to be the last day to have your swipe up capabilities. And then it's going to shift to this new sticker.
0: So a couple things go through my mind. First of all, for everybody who's, Already created a bunch of assets, right? That they've got in the can that they're ready to publish that have swipe up on them. Now they got to go back to their designers and redo the whole thing, right? Like they didn't give us even a week notice on this thing, right? Like, come on, Instagram, seriously? I know. I mean, that's the first thing, right? And that's probably making a lot of people upset. And, you know, the other side of it is the behavior a lot of people already understand swipe up and they're going to still swipe up and it's not going to work and they might end up getting frustrated, right? So there's that whole, what about the everyday user who's used to swipe up and all of a sudden it's not there anymore? I did hear some people say, well, maybe this is their way of getting more like TikTok because you know how they're like left to right? Well, Mm -hmm. isn't there thoughts that maybe they'll be going up and down in the future? Do you think that's what they're trying to get ready for?
1: I think that definitely could be a possibility. Um, and I think the the great thing about some of the points you mentioned, because they're so super valid, is people are luckily pretty used to using stickers. I think there are right. way too many stickers that people can use. So hopefully it won't feel like a huge shift and it will give more opportunities to business owners. But I definitely think they have something around their sleeves uh, of why they're essentially doing this. But with all that being said, I did want to mention that they aren't rolling this sticker out to everyone just yet. I know they say that they're basically going to roll it out only to people that currently have swipe up. And they said their hopes are that they're going to eventually roll it out to everyone. They said that they just want to do a ton of testing to kind of see how people would use it if given that sticker functionality.
0: Well, I guess the upside to a sticker is you might be able to have more than one sticker, right?
1: Yeah, totally possible. There might be more than one stickers that you can add. You can move them around the screens, like maybe for linking products.
0: So you could say for more information on this, go here or this, go here, right? That could be fascinating. Right.
1: Absolutely.
0: And we broke this news, I think last week and lots of questions coming in from our community were like, are they going to make it available for everyone? If they're not going to make it available for anyone, then I don't care. And that's still the big challenge on this. Everybody's talking about. So I'm optimistic that hopefully they will at least lower the barrier to getting this. So, okay. Drafts, story drafts. What's the deal with that?
1: Yeah. So very similarly to an Instagram reel, when you are creating or uploading an Instagram story within the native editor, you will then have the option to save it as a draft. So if you go to exit out of a story, instead of it just completely discarding it, it will give you the ability to save it as a draft. So when you go to pull up or post a story, you'll actually see all of your drafts there. So you can manage them, like delete them, access them at a later time. An important thing to note is that they do expire after seven days. So um, I think it's a really great short term thing. If you're creating stories, maybe you're just not ready to post it in the moment. But you definitely don't want to rely on it, have tons of stories in there, and then they eventually expire.
0: Does Reels have drafts?
1: Yes. So you can create a reel, edit it, and instead of posting it, you can save it as a draft. Um, Those don't expire, but if you for whatever reason reinstalled your app, deleted your app, it is going to remove your reels as well, which is definitely not ideal if you have 12 of them in your drafts.
0: Do you know if uh, you save a draft, can you go in and edit it on desktop?
1: Yes, you can edit it for story drafts. I haven't experienced this myself, but I have heard a few people tell me that um, it's been a little glitchy, like maybe a pull is a little messed up. Maybe they have to move some things around. But I know that was the same way with Reels drafts when they first rolled out about a year ago. So that might be a little glitchy at first, but the functionality is pretty similar to Reels drafts.
0: Automatic translation is now available for stories. Does that mean if I'm watching a story that's in, let's say, Mex- uh, Spanish, I <laughs> said Mexican, does that mean it would automatically just translate it for me because it knows I don't speak Spanish or does it mean I have to push a button? Do you have any sense of how this works?
1: Yes. So essentially, if it sees that you're watching a story that's in a different language than your own, in the upper corner, it'll say, do you want to translate this? And it'll give you an option, you click it, and then it'll translate it at the bottom of the story with text. And Some of us are probably familiar with this because it actually is how it is on feed posts. If you go on a feed post and you see the caption or the comments are in a different language, there will be like a C translate bottom, like, like really, really small little button. So it essentially kind of works the same way.
0: Okay. Instagram rolled out something brand new for stories. I think it's called exclusive stories. What's the deal?
1: Yeah. So they're currently testing it. It's not something that's available just yet, but exclusive stories essentially is people can subscribe to receive a certain set of Instagram stories. So very similar to email marketing, but essentially for stories. So you can segment your audience and they can say, I want to see this type of specific content that maybe your entire follower base might want to see. And I think this kind of reminds me of the close Friends feature. So Instagram created the close friends feature so you can segment all of your friends on Instagram. And you can message them separately. You can post stories for just those people specifically. But of course, close friends weren't created for businesses and brands. So I think this new kind of segmentation subscriber exclusive stories is kind of building on the close friends that is already kind of on stories now.
0: Well, I'm looking at an example and they talk about like fan clubs and stuff. So do you know if this is actually going to be for people to create a paid product? Is that the idea?
1: I'm not quite sure if there's going to be a paid element to it or if it's more like an email list that they subscribe to or if it's more like a Patreon where it's like a membership. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to facilitate it. From what I saw, it seems like it might be more like an email list, like, hey, I want to receive more content, exclusive promotions, things like that. But it sounds like they're testing it. So I'm sure we're going to see kind of how that will roll out super soon.
0: Yeah, it looks like from what I'm seeing here is they're comparing it to Twitter's super follow, which I think is a paid subscription if I'm not mistaken so that's kind of a fascinating idea if that's true right like hey if you paid to become a exclusive if you will subscriber you might get maybe behind the scenes content from your favorite artist or something if that's possible let's just assume that's what it is what are your thoughts on something like that do you think that would be interesting
1: yeah, I think it's definitely interesting. It's kind of interesting that they started to play around with this because myself and a lot of other business, or business owners I know and marketers have been playing around with using this close friends feature of showing a segmented list of stories people, certain content to launch them, to promote to them, to give them even more value that maybe not everyone wants to see. So I think it's a really great option. And, and if we think about how Instagram's kind of been operating this year, they're wanting to spend more money for people to make more money on the app. So this kind of seems like it's building on that concept.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're kind of in the midst of this creator economy where the, all the platforms are doing things to try to keep creators on the platform. Right. And yeah. obviously TikTok is drawing some people away from Instagram. And maybe this is a way that these people with big Instagram followings could make a little bit more money. Definitely. So Instagram insights, they change how long you have access to information. What's the latest update?
1: Yes. So insights just used to be 30 days, but now they're rolling out 90 days. So instead of seeing the last month or two worth of insights, saves, shares, follows, you have a lot more longevity there. So that's obviously really valuable. So you can see a whole quarter worth of how your content's performing than just seeing only a month or two.
0: From a marketing perspective, what would that make possible? Having access to that more more of that insight? Like give me an example of how you might apply something like that, what you would learn from that.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot less guesswork that you have to do in terms of how well did this quarter of content, this period of content, do versus putting together. Okay, this is how this 60 days went, and then let's see how this next 60 days went.
0: So you don't have to keep a spreadsheet of all this stuff every day, and it just drops off and stuff. Exactly. I wonder why they even only have it 90 days. You would think, like on Facebook, I don't think they have any limit. I think you can go back as long as you want to go.
1: Exactly.
0: That's kind of strange, huh? Okay. Suggested posts. This is kind of a big deal. I guess they're changing. Tell me more. I mean, I don't totally understand what this is, but, and I might not even have the language right, but what's the story here?
1: Yeah. So I guess the algorithm is kind of changing and shifting more. And so essentially when you're on your Instagram feed, you are seeing posts of people that you follow. Of course, those are ranked in different ways, but now they're adding a whole new element to this where when you're on your Instagram feed, you will be suggested pieces of content. And of course, we can obviously see this mimics how you are engaging and scrolling on an app like TikTok. It's not always content of people you follow. It's content of people that they think you might like based on how you're using the app. So I think this will be very interesting. I'm sure users might resist this. Like I don't want to see content from people I don't like, but I think how wh- what Instagram's trying to do is making it where it is so much easier to have that kind of viral moment and more reach that's outside of who currently follows you.
0: I have a couple of thoughts on this. You know, this is a big change for Instagram obviously. Because if I was scrolling through Facebook and I started seeing friends that I don't know, I mean, people that don't know, I probably wouldn't want to be on Facebook anymore, right? So if you think about when you scroll through Instagram, these are usually people that you have some sort of connection with, right? Or people that you're really starting, that you enjoy. If all of a sudden they start injecting people in there that you don't know or brands that you don't know, I mean, it's good for those brands, but now all of a sudden there's less visibility for those of us that have established that followership, right? So do you think that that means that your everyday Instagram user is going to have less reach for their content?
1: It could be possible or it could work the other way around, which I think is their goal and their intent. Because if we think of TikTok, you could have literally zero followers, never posted anything. And you can post something that TikTok thinks is really great. And it can be in front of millions of people. Literally, that's how it works on TikTok. So I think they're trying to bring that to Instagram. But with so many factors with the algorithm and how it currently works, with so many other types of content, I think it'll be interesting to see if they succeed with it or just irritate its users.
0: <laughs> well, you're right that the upside is if you're an amazing content creator, you could just take off with this, right? Because, you know, you'll just be shown to people that it thinks would like this kind of content, which is not all that different than YouTube, right? Exactly. YouTube shows you stuff that it thinks you're interested in and whether you're a subscriber or not. I just don't know whether or not that is going to fundamentally alter all of the way that Instagram works because that's a pretty big change. Don't you agree?
1: It is a pretty big change. And I think that Reels has been paving the way for this because we see how if you look pretty much anywhere on Instagram, there's a lot of Reels. And if you go to that Reels channel, that Reels feed, you know, a lot of it probably isn't content of people that you follow. So I think we're starting to get accustomed to it. And it works really well on platforms like TikTok and YouTube, which we know are Instagram's biggest competitors. But I'm hoping it'll be beneficial to content creators and businesses Um, versus putting content on our feeds that we're like, we aren't interested in this. You know, maybe they're not as smart as the YouTube and TikTok algorithms that have been at it for a while.
0: It seems to me as if we are slowly changing Instagram in such a way that it won't be recognizable in a year. Doesn't it kind of seem that way? I mean, if you go back, it's very different than it was a year ago. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Absolutely. I mean, even when Reels just came out, I mean, the platform has changed completely. And with a lot of these features we mentioned, We don't see feed posts anywhere in there, which I think shows how much they're really wanting to leverage video content. I think a part of it is user habits. I think all of us can say we probably like to watch videos. It's a great way to engage with our favorite brands and educators and creators. But do we miss just having photos on Instagram? Is it going to be something that people are going to resist? because it's so much change in such a short period of time.
0: Okay. We've got a bunch more little news items to talk about. You can DM multiple people now. So what's the use case here? What's your thoughts on this? So
1: when I was looking at it, it's basically saying if you want to share a post to someone or multiple people, instead of sending that post to everyone separately, you can send it to them in like a little group chat. So if you have an iPhone, you probably have functionalities similar to this, but they're now adding in. You can either send it separately or send it to a group. I'm assuming this is more for people that are using Instagram for personal usage. I don't think it's as much for uh, maybe content creators marketers and brands.
0: Okay. The explore page, I guess, is also changing what's the deal with that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is pretty major. And I think this is kind of hinting on a lot of the things we mentioned of Instagram becoming almost unrecognizable. We all know the explore page of being kind of like a pick your own journey. There's a lot of different tabs, a lot of different pieces of content, all of which are things that hopefully you really like. That's the goal. But instead of it being kind of a lot of different things, they're making it where it's going to be full screen video. So a similar experience to TikTok or Reels, the Reels feed, where it's going to be a full IGTV video, a full Reels video. So you
0: won't see the grids and all that stuff is what you're saying?
1: Nope. It'll just be that. So you can just scroll scroll, scroll, very similar. To TikTok.
0: That's a radical change. Is it already changed or is it in testing or what's the deal?
1: I think they're testing it now. I haven't seen it on my Instagram, nor have I seen people probably complain about it, which I think will be a good sign that it's rolled out. Yeah. But yeah, it's a huge change to how people discover content and how your content could possibly be seen on the explore page. I mean, video. That's, I mean, that's all we can really see here is just video.
0: Fascinating. Okay. This is a funny kind of story, but not so funny. Norway has introduced a law that forces influencers to label their photos if they've been retouched or modified. Like if this was a law in America, (laughs) what's your reaction to this?
1: (laughs) I mean, let alone retouching photos, but all the filters on stories, on reels, on TikTok, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think people are becoming a lot more aware of wow, this is making this on her face look bigger, or this yeah. looks smaller, or this looks smoother. I think we're a lot more aware of it. So I think it's a very interesting law there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would imagine it would be a very difficult law to enforce in America or even for Instagram right. to enforce, but I thought that was fascinating. Okay, yeah. this next news item is Instagram is testing sharing the revenue, which is awesome, with IGTV publishers. Yes. What's your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, they've actually been pinging me to set it up on my own IGTV videos. So it's definitely rolled out. So essentially very similar to YouTube monetization. If people watch your video and they watch a ad, that's a part of it. Um, you get a percentage of the revenue. That's essentially how it is. So, and this is going back to Instagram is spending money on creators. They said they're spending a billion dollars on things and IGTV ads is a part of it. Um, so I think it definitely kind of revives. IGTV gives you maybe a little bit more of a reason to create that longer form piece of video content and set up those ads.
0: I don't even know how the ads appear. Is it pre-roll ads? Does it appear before you watch the IGTV? Do you even know?
1: I haven't seen it yet. I think it's a newer feature. And also I think with, I'm not sure with YouTube, I'm, I'm not a YouTuber, but you have to set it up. Like for example, I haven't set it up on my videos yet. So maybe a lot of people haven't set it up for their own videos just yet.
0: Don't forget to check out our brand new social strategy club at socialstrategyclub.biz. That's where you will get trends research on where the world of social marketing is going written by yours truly. Also, if you want to listen to a podcast, add another podcast to your lineup, you definitely want to subscribe to Natasha's Shine Online podcast and my podcast, the Social Media Marketing Podcast, which Natasha has been on. Natasha, if people want to discover you uh, and all the great stuff you're doing, where do you want to send them?
1: Yeah. So definitely come hang out with me on Instagram at shine with Natasha. And then on my website, shine with I have courses, resources for you to check out. And then of course my podcast is where I'm hanging out every other week.
0: All right, Natasha, until next time, thank you so much. And everyone, thanks for joining us. May you guys go out and hopefully experiment with all these new features. Talk to you later. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.